Let's turn in the Scriptures now to Proverbs chapter 31. Proverbs chapter 31. Coming to the very last chapter now of Proverbs. And Proverbs 31. God's people, these are God's words, so let's give our full attention to Him. The words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. What, my son? And what, the son of my womb? And what, the son of my vows? Give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink, lest they drink and forget the law, and pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish, and wine unto those that be of heavy hearts. Let him drink and forget his poverty, and remember his misery no more. Open thy mouth for the dumb, and the cause of all such as are appointed to destruction. Open thy mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax, and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant's ships. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night, and giveth meat to her household, and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field, and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hand she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength, and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good, her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold the distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor, yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when, her, when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen and selleth it and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing and she shall rejoice in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her, give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. Those are God's words. Again, these are 
These are the words in this chapter of a prophecy. Just like the last chapter was a prophecy. Uh, here it is a prophecy from Solomon. Uh, the prince and future king. Uh, and then uh, obviously became king after David. And here is we see that in verse 1 it, it is something, this whole chapter is something his mother taught him. And the Lord leads him to write it down for His sake and Israel's sake and our sake. And so great wisdom, friends, children and parents, teach your children these things as this mother taught her son and her her children. That is through verse 9, to take heed of the sins you are tempted to and to do the duties set before you by the Lord based upon the place and calling the Lord calls you to. For for, for Solomon, it was to be king. And so he goes down the list, or she goes down the list, and he prophesies this as the Lord gives him the word about these things that are true of, or are to be true of kings and rulers and all in authority. And then through the end of the chapter, what his mother taught him as well of a virtuous woman. Why should Solomon need to know this? But what kind of a woman ought you to be, uh, uh, ladies? And what woman, what kind of woman uh, ought Solomon to look for in a future wife, even as his parents would uh, be, should have been guiding him in this? And teaching him his the ways of the Lord. Why would Solomon need to know this? For our sakes as well, the Lord leading him. And so here the words are directly to you, young ladies and all ladies, as you learn just as she taught her son in the first nine verses. And yet this direction is still for young men in the type of woman that is to be married as we see in the rest of the Scriptures with the help and the guidance again of your parents like Abraham with Isaac, right? And what kind of woman must she be? She must be. And what ladies, what you must be? You must be modest, pure, virtuous, right? Diligent, frugal, fulfilling her duties to her husband, full of care for her family, discreet in her conversations, teaching her children, and yet above all, conscientious of her duty towards the Lord. One thing that often stands out to me is verse 15. She riseth also while it is yet night. And she's a hard worker, right? And even when everyone else is sleeping, she's working. And it reminds us just as men are to... Uh, expend uh, their energies and their strengths to uh, eventually come to nothing and die, right? All for the glory of the Lord. So, ladies, mothers, wives, you are to ex- uh, ex- expend your energies in serving your family. And what a great calling that is. And then, especially in this world, uh, ladies and men, look at verse 30. I want you to see and be reminded of this 
Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. Do not seek after beauty in the eyes of the world or how the world sees it. But what is the what is the prophet say? A woman that fears the Lord. She shall be praised. And uh, any godly husband will find that beautiful. And God finds it beautiful. Let's pray. Our gracious Father, we're thankful once again for Your Word. We're thankful for Your instruction of Your Word that You teach us Your ways. You teach us how each one of us fathers and mothers and wives and husbands and children and servants and workers and bosses, rulers and citizens. Uh, You teach us how we ought to live for Your glory. No matter if we are poor or rich, or whether we have much and grown in much wisdom or have very little, You teach us how to live for Your glory in Christ Jesus, Your Son, and His righteousness. None of these things that we are called to do in Your Word are possible without Your Son, Jesus Christ. For we are sinners, and apart from Him we can do nothing. We praise You for the Holy Spirit that You send, Father, and Your Son sends the Spirit of Christ into our hearts always present with us, never leaving us, nor forsaking us. And Father, how He works in our hearts to mortify our sins, to put them to death, and to move us, to encourage us, to remind us of Your Word that directs us. And Father, we pray that we would not quench the Spirit, nor grieve the Spirit, but that we would submit Uh, to Your leanings and Your Word. And so teach us Your ways that we would know Your Word. Teach us Your ways here in Proverbs 31 that we would be molded, whether as leaders, rulers, uh, elders here, and uh, pastors, uh, husbands, that we ought to care for those under our authority. And that wives and mothers, ladies, would be these things here. And so, sanctify Your people. Make us to be holy as Christ is holy and righteous as He is righteous. And clothe us with His righteousness, Father. We pray that You would pour forth Your Holy Spirit in power. We know that the church today needs Your Spirit. And if we have angered You through our sins or rebellions against You, our idolatries, Father, we we pray that You would turn us back to You again. And You would revive us and send Your Spirit forth. And do Your great work in Your church, Your bride. Father, we pray for reformation in the church as well. That You would turn us to Your Word and grant us, as Solomon pleaded for, knowledge and understanding and wisdom. And that all we know only comes from You, not of this world. And so grant us wisdom, Father, that we might live holy lives for Christ Your Son and for Your glory. 
Our Father, we pray for this congregation. This congregation, we need your help even as we worship you, that we would worship you with our hearts. Not just merely going through the motions, but also that you would cause us to worship according to the truth. If there be anything that we are not worshiping uh, as we worship you uh, according to the truth, Father, turn us to you. Cause us to see it. Cause your elders, your pastor to see it that we would turn back to You. And we, we praise You that You have, and thank You that You have by Your Spirit convicted us over many years of various ways we have committed idolatry against You. And You've turned us back to You. And You have caused us to repent and seek Your face. And not seek to worship how we want to worship, but worship according to Your commandment and Your Word. And Father, we pray that You would then receive us for Christ's sake, and You would show mercy. For we are a people who desire to worship You according to Your Word. And so, Father, grant that to us. Grant us that blessing of pure worship. And Father, through Your means, the means of grace, the Word, the sacraments and prayer, even as we have communion with one another and fellowship, with Your Spirit. Father, grant to us sanctification. Grant us cleansing of our sin. Provide for Your people, for we are in need of much provision, just as You provide for the cattle and the birds. Father, provide for this congregation. We desire more members. We desire more people to hear the Gospel of Jesus Christ and believe unto salvation. We desire that You would grow us to such an extent and provide for us to such an extent, not for our own glory, but that Your kingdom would expand, that we could plant churches uh, through the presbytery, that we would be uh, able to be used by You in that way for Your glory. And that the kingdom would spread not only to this nation and to our states that surround us here, but to all nations that all nations would bow down to Christ your Son. And for that is what we long for, for that is what you have promised will occur at some point. And so we long for it. We pray that you would bring it about at the perfect time, according to your plan, your eternal plan. And not only provide for us, provide for our families, and uh, Father, we pray that you would provide and protect us. Protect us from the evil one and his attacks. Protect us from the world and how we are often tempted to follow after the world and protect us from ourselves. The remaining flesh and the sin that remains in us often uh, wells up and and, uh, tempts us to open our hearts to it that we would uh, turn from Your Word and Your Spirit to, to... sin against You and blaspheme Your name and break Your commandments. Father, forgive us where this has often occurred, even in each one of our hearts. And turn us back to Christ Your Son. Father, we pray also for any here who do not know You, those who are not Your people, those who are not believers, Yet, who are of your elect, we pray that you would turn their hearts today to you. You have freely offered yourself to them, to each one of us, in the good news of the gospel. That if we would call upon your name, 
we would be saved. You say all, all people who call upon you will be saved. And so, Father, grant that Spirit to be poured forth and that repentance that would be a turning from sin and turning to You and calling upon Your name in Christ Your Son in true faith. And You would save Your people. Father, we pray also for our children, the children in the womb as well. Father, grant them the pouring forth of Your Spirit and the regeneration in their hearts, even today. We pray that Your name, even through such means of Your Word being proclaimed, we know that children even in the womb can hear. And we're thankful that even You give a testimony in Your Word of how children in the womb leaped in the presence of Christ Your Son, and who believed on Him, and You saved them in the womb. And so we give You praise and we're looking forward. Uh, we, we, we want to see our children faithful, covenant keepers, and that only by Your Holy Spirit and by Your Son and by Your Word as You send it into their hearts. And so bring it about if it would be Your will. Now, Father, we do thank You. You're the God who answers our prayers. You're the God who answers our prayers in Your timing, in Your perfect timing. Sometimes years, sometimes uh, we'll have to wait for eternity for our prayers to be answered, but You answer all of our prayers according to Your will. And yet sometimes You answer our prayers very quickly. And we prayed last Lord's Day for Sheila, how you, she lost her job, and we prayed that she would uh, be provided work again, and she's been provided work already. We're thankful that You answer quickly. And You have provided for her. I pray that You would sustain her and grant her the wisdom and the, the recall and memory and uh, the focus that she needs to do her job, her new job. Uh, Father, we do pray also for Jesus. You would provide work for Him or grant wisdom to Him and what He ought to do and keep providing for His family. We pray even for the mold situation. Now, that would be resolved quickly. For that, of course, is not good for their health. And so, uh, grant that, Father, uh, if it would be Your will. And then, Father, we pray, ask for the mothers, uh, expecting mothers, You would uphold them and strengthen them. And to pray even for Vanessa and her, her work at the school, which has been very stressful and uh, trying for her. Father, we pray that You would grant to her patience, long-suffering, and she would follow after You. She would have opportunity to proclaim the good news even to those kids of the world and perhaps even her co-workers and her other teachers uh, there. And I uh, pray that for all of us as we have opportunity that the Gospel would continue going forward. We would have opportunities to spread the good news of Jesus Christ Your Son. That Gospel, that Son that You sent to save us from our sins. Help it. Help, help us by Your Spirit to have that good news upon our lips and not the things of this world so much that is often on our lips. Help us to declare the good news and not be ashamed of the Gospel, which is the power of God unto salvation for all who believe. To the Jew first and also the Gentile, we pray all these things in Christ's name. Amen.